Today's episode is brought to you by University Credit Union. University Credit Union could help you lower your monthly mortgage payment by refinancing to near historically low rates. Now is the time to save, so bank with your brain. Visit ucu.org to refinance your mortgage today. NMLS ID number 409731. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for Conversations with Craig. LMU Athletic Director Craig Pintins takes you behind the scenes with the Lions, the West Coast Conference, and Collegiate Athletics. And now, our host, Athletic Director Craig Pintins. All right, welcome to another Conversations with Craig. This is episode number 10, and like we do... We try to pick a famous athlete that wore number 10. And since today's episode is focused on basketball, we're going to go with number 10, Sue Bird, who has been an absolute beast in the WNBA, coming off a, a WNBA championship and one of the best players ever on the women's side. Uh, very fortunate I actually got to see her play in college, which tells you how old I am. So that's not a good thing. But we are joined today by members of the men's and women's basketball team. From the women's team, we have senior Jasmine Jones, who is outside and masked up, ready to go. We've got sophomore Cece Ellington. There she is. Got the nice lights in the background. We got Kelly Lea Pepe with the Australian flag right behind him, sophomore. We've got a newcomer. Excited to have him. As part of the Lions, Quentin Jackson, and of course, the person that we're all waiting to hear from. That's why we saved him for last, Parker Dorch, who is always ready to go when you have questions. So we'll, we'll kind of just start and, and feel free, anybody can jump in on this. What is it like right now to be able to practice, but there's hardly anybody on campus? What does that feel like? Honestly, for me, you know, it's a it's a it's kind of a great feeling you feel me we get to really focus lock in and take care of what we got to take care of on the court no extra distractions no extra drama going on so it's strictly business i like that yeah i'll just jump in i think it's the park is definitely right strictly business there's not much antics going on off the court and uh, yeah it's, it's really good for us yeah, I would I'll build off, uh, you know, my two teammates says like they handled the basketball side of things. But this this time with nobody, nobody really be on campus has given us a, a really good chance to get to know each other better. Um, we have, you know, multiple new faces on the team, new coaching staff and things like that. So without those extra distractions, we've really been able to build our relationships with each other. And it's it's going to pay dividends. All right, Jasmine or Cece. Um, I can go. Uh, yeah, kind of what the men were saying. It's very minimal distractions. Um, I, I mean, it's not really as different uh, basketball as basketball. When we're in the gym, we focus on basketball. Outside of the gym, we focus on personal stuff, other relationships, whatever. But um, not much of a difference for me I'm, and my team. I think it's just the same. You know, keep, keep it moving, keep hustling, keep practicing. Um, yeah. All right. Well, Cece, I'm going to ask you a, a specific question. You obviously had an amazing freshman year, member of the all-freshman team in the WCC. What, what were you able to do in the, this summer to kind of get ready for the season? Because obviously training is difficult. Uh, I know you were back home 
in the Portland area for a while. What did what were you able to really do to kind of prepare yourself to kind of take that next step? Um, so for me, I was kind of blessed because I actually had a gym that I was able to go through. I mean, go to. So I was working out like five days out the week. Um, and yeah, I was just kind of just getting it in, you know, working on like ball handling and stuff like that. I was going on jog, like runs and all type of stuff. So, I mean, I was lucky. I wasn't like really affected much by the pandemic. I was able to still like stay in shape and work on what I needed to work on. So. I don't know, Jasmine, I, I saw you kind of, you know, put air quotes up when she said something about run, running or training or something. So what, what was that all about? Hiding behind hey. the mask, so it's hard to tell. I know. Cece getting it in. That's my girl. Hey. All, all right. <laughs> That's good. That's good. As far as the men, obviously you're, you're adjusting to a, a new coach and obviously Quinn, you're just adjusting to a new team. What has that transition been like with coach Stan and what does he bring to the table every day? Like what, what is coach Stan about? Give, give us a scouting report on coach Stan. Cause I've been to a couple practices. So I, I only get to see a portion of it, but what, what is he like? And you're all kind of got big smiles right now. So go ahead, Q. Okay, I was going to say, who wants to go? But first thing with Coach Stan is the energy, man. Like, he he brings a different type of energy. Whether you may want it at that moment or not, you're going to get his 100% energy every single day. Like, the man has lost his voice multiple times in practice. Like, multiple times a week, he'll lose his voice. But I think – something that, you know, me and, and Park and Kelly and others are starting to realize is it comes from a place of, of love. Like, it's not – at times he'll get upset with you, but it's really only because he wants you to, to be what you say you want to be. Like, he'll never push you past what you say you want to be. But that man brings energy for sure. The first thing that I noticed about Coach Stan was his uh, sense of urgency. I was able to sense that over the summer when he was uh, having us get on the Zoom calls once, maybe two times a week. And we were just, you know, talking and really connecting before we even got to campus. So by the time we actually met in person, I felt like I already knew him. That that was a big importance to me. And then especially on the court, we could tell his sense of urgency. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to make no excuses. He, he, he could easily say, oh, the pandemic, like this year was just throw this year away because of the pandemic. Or he could just say, oh, like this isn't my, the people on my team, like I didn't recruit these people, like throw this year away, but his sense of urgency, like he wants to win right now, like he wants to make change. So that was the first thing I picked up on. Yeah, same with me, um, definitely his energy, he's a big energy guy and um, he just wants the best for us in this program and I really saw that as soon as I got here, so yeah. Now, now Kelly, one thing I gotta ask, I have noticed when Coach Stan gets excited in practice and somebody makes a big play, he's into the air bump, you know, so he'll go up, not really a chest bump, it's kind of the air bump, side bump type thing. Here's my question. Does he do that with you or has he learned not to because you might take him out? Yeah, he hasn't done with me yet. He's probably learned not to from uh, <laughs> some of the other guys, so yeah. Uh, that's, hey, that's good. He, he, if anything, he's obviously pretty smart to be able to figure out that you don't want to air bump with Kelly. That's not a not a good career decision. That's a career decision when when you have to make that type of move. Yeah. Uh, on the women's side, you know, obviously you return a, a lot of your team, 
and you're a couple weeks into practice, what, what have you noticed the most about this year's team, Jasmine? Uh, you know, you're a senior, and this is kind of your team now. Um, our team, we like we ha we didn't lose a lot of people, so everything is kind of going smooth. All we have to do and work on is kind of like the tiny little details. Um, but everything is going smooth. Everyone's excited to be back, so it makes it more fun to compete. Um, we're hopping each other up, doing what we do, screaming, just having fun out there. It's like you know we get to play basketball at a time where not a lot of people are able to do a lot of things, and so just come in every day, grateful, blessed. Just having fun out there. So we're looking good. We're looking good. We're doing good. We sound good. We look good, like I said. But yeah. I'm smiling under here. You guys can't that, see. No, we can. We, that's the one thing about, about Jazz. She's always smiling. So it, you can tell even on the mask uh, that she's she's smiling. Cece, what, talking about a mask, what's it like to practice with a mask on right now? Or having PPE when you're lifting weights? I mean, I know it's kind of hard, but... Have you gotten used to it? Have you learned any good tricks? Honestly, I mean, I'm used to it now, but I really just don't like it at all. It's like, it's just irritating. Like, it just, I don't even know. Like, so, my face is like breaking out and stuff. <laughs> like the sweat and it just, it's it's a lot. But I mean, it's, it's bearable. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I would rather not, but. Whatever. Well, and the, the, the crazy part of this is at some point, you know, obviously when we get to games, we're approved not to play with masks per the NCAA. So we will get to that point where we'll be able to, to take the masks off in the gym and, and be ready to get into, uh, into game mode. Well, in terms of just in general, what has it been like to kind of be a student? Because, you know, I think that's what gets lost a little bit uh, with everything we've just talked about is basketball, but you're also doing the same things and have the demands of a student athlete, which is going to class and, and taking care of everything that happens in the classroom. How have your virtual classes been, number one? And then number two, what is the funniest thing that you can say that has happened on a Zoom in a class at this point? That's a tough I, one to tell. I can talk first. Um, <laughs> me, I just think, virtual learning is so hard because you know you don't have that like you have to discipline yourself to focus on the teacher and focus on your assignments and that's a little challenging when you like have other distractions like you're zooming at home you know you got tv you got food you got the refrigerator so like everything is like distracting um so for me i have to like discipline myself extra um than i would in like a normal classroom and it's just harder to learn harder to get into like you know understanding like material um but yeah the funniest thing I think I have an older teacher and he um I think we were trying to do like breakout rooms and he kicked us all off he kicked us all off of the zoom and then emailed us back like 30 minutes later and was like can you guys get back on and I felt so bad but I was like I'm not getting back on the zoom he kicked <laughs> us off oh, no, no. but it was good he he understands he's good now so yeah that was kind of funny to me yeah, I could I could also touch on that, too. Uh, just one thing, you know, since I've got to LMU specifically in the educational studies program, you know, my professors have been really understanding just with uh, the, the specific demands of our schedules, you know, as being athletes and then just understanding the the challenges that might come with on with virtual learning. So 
I, I can't imagine how they would be, you know, how helpful they would be in a classroom setting. But they, you know, all my professors have been really great throughout this whole thing. You know, that, that's, a, I, I think, a good testament just to the amount of care that LMU does have, I think, for its students. I think it's hard. Look, it's hard on everybody. It's hard to learn that way. I think it's also, as you alluded to, hard on the professors as well. And I think they're trying to do their best to, uh, to make the situation as bearable as possible. And I know our academic support staff does a good job of, of trying to ensure that everybody's on top of their assignments and, and doing everything right. Let's, um, let's kind of go back to basketball and, and talk a little bit about the team you have coming back. Who, uh, Parker, who has come back and you're like, wow, they're gonna be, they're gonna be tough for the WCC to deal with this year. And you, I mean, you, you are actually, because you were new last year, you have a couple players on the team that you practiced with for only a little bit of time and obviously didn't practice with Matias and then you've got extra new guys on and, and same with Kelly and, and Quentin. So who has kind of jumped out to you early on? Um, yeah, I got, I actually have a few people to, that I have in mind. I have uh, my boy Joe and my boy Damien. You know, I, I seen Joe play for a little bit last year, but then, you know, he tore his ACL, was out for a while, and then Damien dislocated his ankle and he was out. So they're both back and they're both strong, working out every day, getting, getting, uh, better at the things they do and they both really impressed me so I think the WCC is in for a rude awakening and of course we got my boy Kelly back you know Kelly Kelly came back a beast looking like the Hulk so I mean the, I, I don't know the WCC is prepared to see what Kelly could do well, let me dive in on that for a second and and Quentin you can answer this question what is something freakish that Kelly has done from a strength standpoint where you're just like, what? What just happened? Because let's face it, the, he is one of the strongest players in Division One basketball. Period. Yeah, I, I, I would say it's not even from a, a sheer strength standpoint. We all see him lift ridiculous amounts of weight in weights, but like specific experience. So in in the midst of practice, you know, there you'll get down on yourself just as a as a player, and Parker is contributing to this as well. But, like, him and Kelly do a great job of just snapping people back into, like, into their mode. And I can just remember I was, I was in my head, like, in my own space one time, and I just felt a hand on, on my back, like, on the back of my jersey. And he grabbed me, turned me around. He was like, you're better than this. Like, let's go. And, like, his presence was more, like, crazy than his actual strength, if that makes sense. But it was like, okay, I got I to gotta get right here. So, I mean – when it comes to the weights, we, we see it on a daily basis, but just his presence, I think, is more of a like, whoa. Well, that's, yeah, that, that's a that's a great yeah. that's seeing a great teammate, and um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Kelly out there because again, uh, he, he's probably by the time you leave here, Kelly, I would imagine you'll have your name on that board in the weight room. Uh, I know you have it up there a couple times already, so we'll we'll make sure of that. Um, going on the women's side. Let's continue with that theme. Who is the strongest person on the team? You can say yourself, too. It's okay. Jasmine. And probably, actually, our freshman, Nicole, she's, like, <laughs> she's, like, super strong. Like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know, but it's between them two. Yeah. 
They be they be they was using blues quick, so they be stacking on weight. Me, I'm on my way. I'm not there yet, but them two, yeah. Well, you just need to hang with Kelly for a while. He'll he'll show you he'll show you what's up. There there's no doubt about that. So Kelly Kelly's a guard. She came in and she's that strong. Okay, all right. Uh, Jazz, is that true? Are you the strongest player on the team? there i don't know about the strongest but i'm definitely up there nicole's pretty up there nicole's a point guard too so that says a lot like she she does the same weight i do we go back and forth so it's between me and nicole for sure but my girl she she's deaf up there all right we're, we're gonna play a, a little bit of a, a rapid fire thing here where you have to name a teammate that would be the best at this particular sport and we'll start with the men and then we'll go to the women so who on the team, and, and it could be in their own mind too, right? Who on the team would be the best baseball player on the team? Joe. Yeah. Joe Quintana. Joe? Joe Quintana. That was an unanimous. All right. Yeah. On the women's side, who would be the best softball player? Nicole. 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 Softball. She's a pretty good softball player. Okay. All right. Sticking on the women's side, who would be the best volleyball player? Megan or Laura. Yeah, Megan or Laura. Just going with the hype. Just somebody that can block or drive it down. Okay. Yeah. All right. On the men's side, football. Good now. That Kelly. Damien, Kelly. Damien. Yeah. Well, other than I'm Kelly, saying. I was gonna say I was gonna say two different things. Kelly obviously, you know, could play probably right now. There, we cannot. We need to keep him away from American football coaches I've already said that so we're we're good we're not going to get the word out that Kelly Kelly could potentially play football so at a skill position who Damien. would you Damien yeah yeah Damien he's going to knock on yeah Damien Damien played a little bit of quarterback in high school supposedly so okay we'll 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 take that answer all right this is a this is a for everybody who actually on your team can swim and would be good at water polo Kari. Kari? Kari, you can swim? Yeah, Quentin Jackson for sure. <laughs> P, P underscore Dizzy Dortch for the win. Have you, uh, Quentin, have you ever been to a water polo match? One. One? What'd you think? One. What'd you think? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't, I don't know how they can sustain, like, I can swim, like yeah. laps, you know, play in the water, swim good, like swim good. But the fact of like actually playing a sport is just, and the the depth of the water, the continuous treading is just, it seems tiring, honestly. I give yeah, them a lot no, of credit. It, it, it's, a, it's a pretty crazy sport. It, it's a fun sport to watch. The great thing about it is it's pretty quick. Um, you know, hopefully we'll have to see if our, you know, we might have to enroll some of you to actually help out and, and be at the matches to 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 work them because I'm not sure how many people are going to be able to get on campus, but we'll we'll see, we'll see. Well, what what is the one thing? You, obviously, the season got pushed back a little bit till November 25th. What are you most looking forward to when we actually play that first game? And we'll start on the on the women's side, and then we'll go to the men. Um, to be honest, I'm just like I feel like we're all just looking forward to like getting back into playing. Like, you know, it's been months and months and months, like, without basketball, without, like, any, like, any activity, 
due to like, you know, it's not getting in the gym, we can't get in the gym. So kind of just like going out there playing, um, doing something that we love. So I'm excited just to play, to be honest. Yeah, for me, it's just being able to compete against people. Like I said, like I was able to like get in the gym and stuff, but that's like cone work and that's like one-on-one. I haven't been able to like play like, you know, five on, I mean now in practice and stuff, but um, yeah, just being able to go against other people I'm really excited for. All right, and, and the men as of now, as of today, when we're, we're recording this, we're scheduled to open the season in Florida. We'll see if that actually, the schedule has been a little bit in flux, but what are you most looking forward to when we actually get after it and, and play that first game? The thing I'm looking forward to is actually getting that first win and realizing all the hard work that we put in preseason and all the conditioning and training and stuff actually paid off. So I'm excited to get that going. I'm excited just to obviously play and, and play with all my mates and that. It's been a while, so it'll be good. <laughs> all right. We have officially introduced Kelly to the podcast when he dropped mates, because I love when he says that. It, it is awesome. It is unbelievable. Quinn, what are you looking forward to most suiting up as a LMU Lion? You know, just the opportunity to to play again, coming from my situation, not playing for a whole year. I'm just feel blessed to be in this situation. And like Parker said, that first win we get, seeing, like he said, the hard work and everything paying off, but also that that belief in ourselves will go up. And the, the, the belief that we can win a WCC championship, that we can make it to the tournament, that we can make a run, like it'll all just build and build as we, as we grow confidently as a team just throughout the season. So I think that, that first win will kickstart us. Well, let's get that first win on November 25th for the men and November 25th for the women. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being a part of Conversations with Craig. This was episode 10, the Sue Bird episode. We were joined by LMU men's and women's basketball and can't wait to see them play this season. Lions, thank you for listening to Conversations with Craig. Join us next month as LMU Athletic Director Craig Pintons continues to take you behind the scenes with the Lions.